Coming to you live from the second bedroom of Shane's apartment. This is the Shane and Scuba Steve podcast. This is exactly how exactly. I like to be. This is exactly how I always like to record. You know that I like to be loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. I like I like my recordings. Very to tense. Be, mm-hmm, exactly. Tense and loose. That's you seem tense and loose. Like I am when I have sex. Usually that's exactly how I feel. Is tense and loose. Yep, I'm enjoying the moment. Oh man, we're both having a good time, but at the same time, I'm stressing the fuck out. I'm... I feel like that's a great way to describe the entire state of existence I have. But welcome back to the Shane and Scuba Steve Show. We've mm-hmm. taken an absolutely zero day hiatus. We're yep. back right back in your ears right after we, where we belong after mm-hmm. a, a a exceedingly tiny summer break. Yep. That some might measure only in milliseconds, mm-hmm. if you consider it and how fast it takes you to change that podcast episode. That's true. But we're back now. Yeah. We're back in black. We're uh, back to the future. We're back with dinosaurs. We're back. Yeah, the land before time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four with the Roman numerals. They <laughs> stuck. That's what unique thing about that. Uh, only few uh, movie series use uh, the Get Roman the numerals. Four. Well, I was going to say use, yes, get the four, but Star Wars, but use Rocky and Land Before Time. Can you name any other movies that use the Roman numerals when doing their sequels? Exactly. No, not really. I mean, not many yep. folks make it to four. Yep, exactly. I mean, Star Wars started at four, but that's on them. Yeah, exactly. That was the first one. Blade? I... Did Blade use Roman? Blade feels like it used Roman numerals. Here's the thing. Here's Mission Impossible? Gonna, no, they use they use numbers. Here's what I'm gonna um discl- I'm gonna knock Blade out. Okay. Because I do believe Blade Two does use Roman numerals and not the number two, but then they go to Blade Trinity. They get rid of the number. They ex- they get rid of the number completely. Oh. Not Blade Three. Not Blade the Third. Nope. Blade Trinity knocks out the number system. Yep. So can't. All right. Yeah. It was Blade. It was Blade Two with the Roman numerals. But mm-hmm. yeah, I see yeah, you. Um. Yeah. What else? Else? I think Back to the Future actually uses Roman. The Cars are four from Jay Z. Yep, that too. Yep, it does that. Back to the Future yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Odd Future, of course. We all know what Odd Future uses. Yep. Yep. The, the Odd Future, the gang. Yes. Yeah. The, mm. the band. The the group. The group. Yes. The, the posse. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The cluster. That's what you call a group of musicians. They're a cluster. A cluster. Yeah. Okay. Not a band. <laughs> a cluster. A mer- Actually, a group of bands is known as a cluster. There okay. we go. That, that wow. works. That works. You're listening to Shane Scuba Steve show. Yeah. Uh, we did a spice challenge earlier. We did. Not technically a challenge yet, but <laughs> yeah. Um, recently, no one made us. No, really. yeah, no one made us. No one, no one endorsed us to yeah. do this. Um, but if you're folks at home, if you if you're crossing by a local Shake Shack at some point soon, again, this is non-spawn. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a hot ones non-spawn challenge. Uh, where you get it, there's either a sauce on your chicken sandwich or mm-hmm. on your burger or mm-hmm. on your fries, mm-hmm. um, and Shane and I decided to try all three. Yep, and the Apollo sauce. Yeah, which comes in a separate sauce packet that you then can uh, disperse to your liking on your foodstuffs. Fitting name, Apollo being the god of the sun, and my tongue being on fire. Yeah, it definitely feels like I went out and tried to lick. Yeah, a gigantic star, but mm-hmm. it's very good. I'd say the the burger was good. Yep. 
Chicken was delicious. I mean, it's normal Shake Shack. Well, I was gonna, see, well, I was gonna say exactly. It's it is Shake Shack. The burger. I've never had. I've never actually had chicken from Shake Shack. Oh, really? So I will say the chicken was uh, was enjoyable, but the burger really. I did not tell much of a difference. It really was just as if having a Shake Shack burger. I was like, oh, by the way, there's a little spice on the side. If you if you want any spice, you can give you some. It's, it's hot. It. We did schmear the, the mm. sauce on oh, the burger. Good use of schmear. Yeah, you got to schmear it on. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is on that there is a sauce that comes with the sandwiches, mm-hmm. and that is a the hot ones spicy shake sauce mm-hmm. or shack sauce. Mm-hmm. We then layered on the Apollo sauce. Mm-hmm. I didn't layer it. I, I did a couple dabble. of dips. Yeah, you call it a little dip, like a little dipper, a little dabble of Apollo sauce. I would go a dabble uh, to me is a couple is a couple drops. It, I just went like a drop. I, I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin my evening, and I think I have still. I've at least ruined my morning. My morning is not yeah. going to be a lot of fun. I, I feel as though I didn't ruin anything by it because mm-hmm. it is a fleeting heat. That's to each their own, all right? Folks at home, the, the sauce is called The Last Dab Apollo. Mm-hmm. There's a colon in there, so I paused for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you should. Um, it's the most unique, unique and hottest sauce to date. Who's judging this? And, oh, wait, I don't wait, know. Can, wait, wait, can you say that sentence again? It is the most unique and eh. Something can't be most unique. Yeah. Unique is unique. I didn't, I'm not the copywriter here. Yeah. I'm the consumer. How can you be the most individual and possible? No. <laughs> he is, he is the, the most of just being a person himself. Yeah, no. Most unique. That's improper. Who wrote that? Was that Shake Shack or was that Hot Ones wrote that? I mean, it could, it, this is the Shake Shack website. It could be a joint press release. You don't know. I'm calling their PR team. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to let them know. They've lost a customer forever. But overall... A very interesting experience. I've yep. never. I'm not a big. I don't do stunt food. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a noted anti-stunt food person. Mm-hmm. Did I've you seen... do green ketchup when it came out? Oh yeah, absolutely. I was a child. Okay, well then you're yeah. a liar. You just. You just. Okay, like in my adult life, am I a stunt Scoob, food person? If I were your counselor and we were going to trial, I would never have you say another goddamn word. Counselor, listen here. Um, all right, you go to you go to Fenway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you getting a Fenway Frank, a footlong Frank, or the brisket that comes on a griddle? Getting just a. Classic Fenway Frank. I'm not going to foot long. Now you go foot long. No. Okay. I mean, I go foot long. I'm going to have fine. like six hot dogs. Well, that's the thing. That's the, I want one to hold me through also, the seventh. I'm not a fan of the like my hot dogs like three times the size of my bun. No, I want a good quality amount. I don't care if it's a little oh, bit bigger than the bun. You don't want dangly arms. No. Syndrome with the hot no. Dog. I want to be able. To, I want a good bread to dog ratio. I, I don't care if there's like a little overhang. Hey, that's that's fine. But no, I don't need. I don't need two hot dogs on one bun. I like the saying that I need a good bread to dog ratio. I do. And it sounds like every casino trip for the rest of my life, I'm just going to be thinking in my head, I need a good bread to dog ratio, and I'm trying to pick people to go and how much money I need. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's just, that also works if you have an actual dog, too. You need, <laughs> how much bread do I need? If you have a dog in your home, you're gonna go, we have to have a good ratio of bread here because this dog is probably going to want some bread. I'm going to end up eating bread with this dog around. Got to have a good ratio of bread to dog. Bread to dog ratio. Yeah. You know who didn't have a good ratio of bread to dog? No, who? Cruella Deville. That's why she's so angry because she didn't have enough bread. Not enough bread for all those dogs. Yep, she got she got all one hundred and one, and she went, "Where's my bread?" And then her, her lackeys were like, "Well, we need, we gave we gave it to the dogs." And she goes, "I there's not enough bread for me now." That happened to the Baja men too, who let the dogs out. Mm-hmm. They had they, too much bread, not enough dogs. So the mm-hmm. dogs are out. Exactly. Like, what are we gonna do yeah, here? Exactly. And then they're like, "Well, I can't eat all that bread if I don't have any dogs here." Yeah, take the dogs back. <sighs> this is the problem. Yep. But anyway, anti-stunt food guy. I'm not fucking around. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Don't give me your gigantic Bloody Mary with like fucking 17 shrimp, a slider, the a pork shoulder. No. 
Well, I was going to say, you can order it. I'll eat the food. You can have the Bloody Mary because I don't do but Bloody Marys. You order – well, I don't really do Bloody Marys either. Well, why I like you order it in the first place? Because it's, that's like a quintessential stunt food is every like – every spring training it comes out that some fucking baseball team somewhere, triple A, double A, single A, the majors, un- an unaffiliated team is producing some sort of concession stand fiasco mm-hmm. that I'm sure the folks behind the counter hate to make. Yeah. Everyone in line hates you for ordering mm-hmm. it. And you're going to hate yourself in like 30 to 45 minutes once you're finished the monstrosity or worse, it falls apart. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, this is like, a, like I just don't understand is yeah. every single year. Someone's like, we made a four pound thing of nachos. Right. You have to carry it back to your hey, seat. Jacob. Yeah. We need one half of an oyster for this bloody Mary. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have no training oyster shucking oysters. Okay. No problem. You got a paperclip out to shuck that oyster. Why don't you no. like makes no sense. You can't to shuck me. an oyster with a paperclip. Maybe if you, so un- if you like don't, challenge. Not if, actually, maybe if you don't unfold the paperclip and keep it in its original shape. Oh, see, I was thinking about unfolding it and then using it and essentially pulling it across the back of the oyster. Well, see, I was thinking if you keep it all in the paperclip shape, it's flatter, and then you can use that as more leverage, like a crowbar. Oh, I see. I feel like it's going to bend at that point. Well, it's going to bend regardless. Of Do you think you could then use the point of the paperclip? Let's say you unfold, kind of like a yep. lockpick. You unfold mm-hmm. one yep. point. And you're holding it, you kind of just jab, you kind of just have to ice pick it in. Granted, it's a very small surface area to work with. with no, I think that would take clip. more work than keeping it as flat. Yeah, that's true. You want I that mean, surface area. You got to, surface area is the biggest importance. See, I feel like going sideways and then trying to just like, I don't know. It's not length, it's surface area. That's what matters. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. What are you selling roofs? Surface G- area? <laughs> girth. The girth of your paperclip is what matters. It doesn't matter how it's long. It's not going to get through. If you have a girthy gir- paperclip, it's not going to slide it between. You have to fucking pop the hinge. So you can't do that. So you got to slide horizontally through the hinge. I just want a girthy paperclip. That's what I'm trying you- to do. I just need a nice girthy paperclip. That's all I want. I don't care how big the paperclip is. As long as it's girthy, it's, that's all that matters. It's just they're like copper pipe paperclip. Hoping for the best. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, stunt food. This in this case though, this stunt food was actually very good. And mm-hmm. I think just even trying it, I've never done like the have you seen the the hot ones challenge where you buy yeah. like a, you buy the collection of hot sauces and then do it at home. Yeah. Submit your friends to food based torture. Yeah, not gonna do that. No. I like hot sauce. But the problem is I have a hot sauce and a lot of people I think have this problem is like I don't walk into a store expecting to buy something called like Ass Ripper 9000. Mm-hmm. I got no interest in buying yeah. a hot sauce that literally is designed or is named to disembowel me. There's no point to it. What's the point? Yeah. Why? But the Apollo sauce, that sounds fun and fancy free. And I'll absolutely try mm-hmm. some Apollo sauce. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I like licking the sun. Yeah. What do you think of the fries? They're good. They had Aleppo pepper seasoned on top. They're right. They were the, yeah. the, ba- the bacon was in a was pretty centralized. I had to spread the bacon out myself when I distri- when I separated them for us when we split them. Yeah. I had to. I wanted to make sure we both got an even amount of bacon. I respect that. Yeah. They're right. Bacon cheese fries. It's yeah. the territory. Yeah. That was our experience eating the uh, the Shake Shack Hot Ones collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next week we'll be stopping by uh, Friendlies, who has a collaboration with Panera. They have um, soup. They're doing a soup challenge. Um, it's just their broccoli cheddar, but in a Sunday instead of a bread bowl, it's in a Sunday. Is that the same as the ice cream I had earlier? Um, no, not the same as. Folks at home, I tried a uh, cheddar apple pie ice cream earlier. The location will remain nameless, but I cannot recommend it. But everything else you enjoyed. Well, not you had one other ice cream that you, you didn't enjoy, but the overall place you enjoyed. Oh, I enjoy the place. The, it's very good. I just you know savory ice cream flavors. I think are a new thing for for one for mm. me, and it's also coming in vogue to have savory ice cream mm. or savory flavors. Traditionally, savory flavors brought into ice cream, and 
my body wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But it's okay. You don't want to try it. No, because I won't. Well, I wasn't going to go into this, but you, know, you were getting ice cream for your lovely fiance. Yeah. Who uh, broke her toe today or a couple days ago. Today, yeah. at least, was when it was acknowledged, hey, it's broken. <laughs> Medically. Um, and you were like, you know, I'm going to get her some ice cream to make her feel better. Great. That's a great yeah. thing as a fiance and future husband should do. Wonderful. I didn't want any ice cream because I didn't want to take away from the special treat you were giving her. It's just ice cream. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I ice cream is just ice cream. I didn't want to take a chance of you handing her that pint and go, hey, hey, babe, this is for you. I love you so much. I hope you feel better. And then me go, yeah, it tasted really good. And her go, oh, oh, I guess it's not. Did you guys already eat the ice cream? Yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to take a chance. I wanted her to enjoy her ice cream. I hope she enjoys the ice cream. So I, have, I sounds like I have to get you an ice cream freezer so I can just like no. stash the ice cream here for you. Actually, I had a chocolate milkshake maybe like a month ago. The rest of the day, I was ruined. I don't think oh, I can yeah. do it anymore. No, I, I haven't had a milkshake in God knows how long. Yeah. My dairy intake is not as high as it used to. So like my body's been like, you don't need dairy. It's like I would really, I'd still like dairy. Can I have some sour cream please? on a burrito? That's pretty much all the dairy I get these oh, days. I don't even do that. Yeah, I usually a cheese on salads. Oh, in a, a cheese whiz. That's how. That's how I wake up. I have a, a not, squirt of cheese whiz. Yep. And then, I, but usually I just do it for the aerosol. Some people use computer computer cleaner. That that cheese whiz aerosol is just a little bit finer. Um, it's also a fun and fancy snack when you get done with it. Yeah. I, I, it's kind of like a white wine. It's dry, but like in a good way. Yeah. I highly recommend the cheese whiz, everybody. Just do that aerosol out of that can. Whew, yeah. Have you ever done the uh, the cheese whiz trick where you put the cracker on top of the cheese whiz and then press the thing and have it like shoots up and then like lands on the cracker in a perfect circle? No, because I've never actually like used cheese whiz. No, neither have I, but I'm, I'm, I, we seem very yeah. invested in it. No, I just use goat cheese because I have standards. Goat cheese is delicious. It's the best. Top tier cheese. Yep. Cotija, another top tier cheese. Crumble that, put it on salads. Cabot cloth bound. Really? Yep. Big cheese guy? Yeah, it's um. When you can in- increase your dairy intake. It's actually pretty good. So it's a cheddar cheese that they uh put cheesecloth around, soak that in saline and lard, and then leave yep. it in a cave for a year. It's gonna age, give you some like nutty flavors on it. Yeah, I, I like that. It. Yeah, it's like I mean, thirty bucks for like, a square. Um, it takes pains to be great. That is true. No. To live the fancy life. Yeah. What do you want for your birthday this year? We got like a couple weeks. Do you want a well, giant what do you cheese wheel? Birthday. How about this? Your How birthday's about we... a day after mine. How about we? Well, actually, no. It's three hundred and sixty-four days before yours. Actually, that, yeah, technically, uh, yes. Because yeah, don't ever, don't ever fucking forget that I'm older than you, Scuba. Don't. By three hundred sixty-four days. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to split, or at least have both of our families split, buying a giant cheese wheel so that we can make mac and cheese in the cheese wheel, like how they do, like when they do it, like really nice restaurants? Do you want to? Because it's expensive for those cheese wheels. It's not cheap. It, no, they're not cheap cheese wheels. Do so you, that's why we need both of our families to put the money down so that you and I can share one. I like that we're then sharing a cheese wheel. It's like, hey, can, can I get the cheese wheel this weekend? It's like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. We'll like plan like every time we get together, we'll just oh, have. Yeah, we'll just make mac and cheese. We'll make mac and cheese and do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that way no trading like a, a, a child that only one parent really wants. The other one is like, well, I just want them to see me at least. Yeah, no, we're not doing this. Not trading it off on Where holidays. Where do you even keep a cheese wheel like that? That's for you to figure out. You have a much nicer. Uh, we're in your apartment right now. We you're, are in my apartment. Not a, your my home. new apartment. Your, your home. This is this is a home. It's more homely than the last yeah, apartment. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So it will be sorted here. I mean, literally right next to us is a giant unfinished attic. It is. We um, make a cheesecake. We can we can we can cloth bound it. Oh man. Yep. Cloth bound it. Put cover in saline. <clears> can't wait for the winter. It's gonna go. This is gonna be great to start aging cheese in this attic. Oh, it's gonna be very cold in there. There's it's, no insulation. That's exactly what we want. Oh, well, then I feel like you want it a little bit. You want cave like, not like freezer like. How hot are caves in the winter? You think? No, I think because they're like they're inside the earth. They're like insulated. It's like a cave is like sixty degrees year round. 
Or is it the root cellar? No, the root cellar is like 50 degrees all year round. Yeah, because it's underground. Yeah. Caves are up above ground, dude. No, because then what's underground? Is that a, that's not a, that's a cave. A cave can be underground. No, that's called a dwelling at that point. A dwell, a hobbit dwelling? Yeah, that's a dwelling. Yeah. Have you watched the Hobbit show on uh, or the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon Prime yet? Not yet. I think I'll wait for like the entire thing to be out. I've heard mixed reviews from, from friends. Everyone... The one thing is everyone goes, it looks beautiful. It's like, that's you want that as a show, but I also want to make sure that like... We're going to like a billion dollars on this, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, it's like a billion an episode. For, or not a billion. I think it was a billion for the entire season, but Jesus. it's like, I think it's probably like a hundred million per episode. But then what was I going to say? Um, also, like, I know so little about the Lord of the Rings prior to the actual story that mm-hmm. it's not that I... But I feel like also at the time frame, it's like, there's so much before that happens. So what is the impact here to that? True. I don't know anything about it, so exactly. I think what I'll do is, uh, yeah, I'll wait for the third season to come out, and, and then, then start it, and then I'll start it. Yeah, and then just binge it. I mean, that's what I did with Breaking Bad. That worked out really well. Really? It was before, right before the fifth season started. I watched all of Breaking Bad in like three days. <laughs> it was a lot to digest, but it was great. I haven't watched all of it. You've never watched all of Breaking Bad? No, I should. Have you seen the final? No. Okay, I was like, have you? Seen I the didn't final? watch the movie either. I saw the first couple seasons of Better Call Saul, but that was it. Well, you shouldn't watch the El Camino movie because then that's no, spoiled. The yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, damn, missing out. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. We got time. There's TV show time. That's true. Let's have to watch like Los Spookies, which season two just came out. Yep. Season three of Ted Lasso's I'm missing in action. Yep. Spring. It'll be out of spring. You think spring? I thought they were gonna do Christmas. I was really hoping. They were hoping the original uh, release was supposed to be around now and finish around Christmas, but then Sudeikis went back to do a bunch of rewrites which pushed everything. Really? Yeah, which other people were like, I saw one like rumor, it was like, do you think it's all about like Olivia? It's like, no, I don't think that in his third season of this Emmy Award winning show that he's been doing really well at, he's going to be like, let me pivot and just rip my ex-wife apart now. That would be kind of funny. No. Do you think the wife finally makes an appearance? She's made like, it. in London? She's was in the first season. Oh, yeah, they were in London. Her and the son, yeah, son, and that's when he finds. Yep. That's when he's like, "I've never given up on anything in my life." Yep. And then the next episode, he just signs the papers. Yep. Yeah. Come on, man. You don't know your Ted Lasso at all. Look, I just cry and watch the show. That's all I can do. You're so fan. Oh, I, I did see a tweet today from Jason Sudeikis. It looks like Ted Lasso and Richmond are gonna be in FIFA. Really? He was getting so scanned by like a bunch of like cameras, and then FIFA like tweeted, responded, just like, "Oh, we don't know what this is about." And it's like, yeah, no, that's def- fucking awesome. Yeah. Do you want to buy a, a soccer team? Hmm? We should buy a soccer team. Yeah, I mean, Rob, uh, Rob, uh, Mac, what is it? How do you say the last name? Ryan Reynolds and Rob from... Uh, McElhenney? Yeah, they bought a team. So Yeah, I mean, we could, we could go several yeah. tiers down below. Yeah, I mean, though. it's not that Ryan Reynolds owns a gin company and a mobile phone company. Yeah, you and I... What's mobile our phone n- company? Yeah, he owns Mint Mobile. Or he's a manager. He's like a controlling uh, partner. What's Mint? Mint? It's Mint Mobile. Oh, yes, I know what that is. Okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you and I just need to start a cell phone service. A, a spirit uh, company. We're halfway to the spirit thing. Us drinking excessively does not count. No, because I make a spirit already. Yeah, okay. Can you make a lot more of it for yes. more people? A lot of people? Yes. That's the Fast? Point. No. Uh, we need time. And they see, they don't. We have time, though. The, the American it's public. soccer season right now. No, you can't buy a team mid-season. That's so rude. That's a, horribly offensive to the team that's, you that's, walk and you go i just bought this sorry that's, a, that's offensive to the fans that you're not that you're not stepping in and saving the club before the season's over you got to see how it goes what if it bounces back also if you're the current owner who's going to sell a team right in the middle of the season? you know what if they do swing up 
they got a scandal going on. Find someone with scandals. Find a billionaire that has something secret going on in his life. That probably was going to be difficult, I bet. You think it's going to be difficult? Yeah, I bet I bet they're all very good men. Upstanding people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely that, the best of the best. Oh, that 20-something woman they're with? Just Cream the, of the capitalism oh, crop? Yeah. yeah. No sanctions? No. No, no impounded no. yachts? No. No bank accounts offshore? No seized passports? No. Okay. No. That's nice, because I have a passport. Weird flex, but okay. Uh, billionaires don't have passports. We have passports. Yeah, that's because they can just get off the plane and no one stops them. You and I need to be checked before we walk in anywhere. I always used to love those questions. Like, what are you doing? It's like, I was on vacation. It's like, where? What are you doing? Who'd you, who'd you see? What, what are you doing? It's like, let me leave. Let me leave the airport. Dude, you can just walk away at that point, dude. You don't have to stay. <laughs> Legally, they can't hold you there. <laughs> the TSA wants you to think. Because you're considered on internet. That's international land right there. So you're not even a citizen of the country. So you can I do kind of consider it airport customs places like no man's land. Like, yeah. it's not really the U.S. It's not really the, where you came from. Yeah. It's not where you came from. Well, is it? That's that whole movie with Tom Hanks, Terminal, where it's like. Yo, that was a lot worse. The true story of that guy's like fucking insane. Oh, yeah, no, it's horrible. But like, that's the whole reason why he has to stay is they're like, well, your country doesn't exist, so we can't send you back there. And you can't come in here because you don't actually have like a visa and because from the country that you. So you Your country here. doesn't exist either. Yeah, no, so no. It is no man's land. It's, it's limbo. Which is kind of crazy that they wouldn't like get him out of the airport, though. They couldn't send him anywhere. Yeah, but that guy who lived in the airport, like the real story, took years yeah. of like sleeping on benches and like with newspapers as blankets. Yeah. Fun, good. Relying Builds on the character. generosity of other care yeah. of other travelers. Good, builds character. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So we've been watching She-Hulk. Yeah, we're four episodes in. That's correct. It's very good. I enjoy it. Yes. I have. A, I need to pull up a cast list. Starring Tatiana Maslany, uh, Benedict Wong has shown up for a few episodes. We had Mark Ruffalo for a couple episodes. We had. He was in Arrow and Sirens. Um, and uh, I want to say his last name is Sergura, but I could be mistaken. He plays Pug in the show. Uh, Josh Segura. Thank you. Um, I knew I knew his first name. I was like, it's either like Patrick or like something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, She-Hulk, following the story of a cousin to Bruce Banner, uh, Jen Walters. Uh, she's a lawyer who one day gets, what's that? Bruce Banner's blood in her bloodstream, and now she's a Hulk. She's She-Hulk, to be specific. Uh um, but yeah, it's a comedy. It's a thirty-minute show. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think the comedy in it is very good. Yep. Um, the fourth wall breaks, I think, have been lenient enough that it's not like always in your face. But when they have come up, they've been, I feel, very good. And they're also like topical to what's actually happening. Like in the fourth episode, we have Larry, uh, Jim Walters going like, "Ah, oh, good Wong's back." Everyone loves <laughs> to see like just talking about that as opposed to just like. Well, hey, everything. Um, we got to do lawyer stuff now. Exactly. And I will say there's not too much lawyering in the show. It is far more of the comedy. But what little lawyering aspects we've been seeing, I feel, have been pretty true to form. Yeah. Um, especially, like, what well, I think it was like, oh, can you check those briefs? It's like, yep, that's that's what lawyers do. Lawyering. If they go through all those forms every single day. Lawyers do lawyer things. Um, yeah. As of right now, there's not too much of, like, a through line in terms of, like, no. If there's an overarching uh, like villain of the show, uh, what we've had so far is that uh, Jen has been hired by a, a law firm to be, lead their superhero division of yes. law, because in the MCV, MCU now, just they haven't really even explained it, but like just peop- a lot of people just have powers, like top uh, Titania, 
who's a yeah they just they just even like brush it off like oh like superhero like like mogul uh, influencer it's like wait how how did you get the powers i feel like we're leading into some x-men stuff at some point with it probably because also in one of the episodes while on the computer there's like a little side like article that's like man with metal claws uh, gets in a fight in a bar and everyone's like that's wolverine that's wolverine it's like yeah I bet it probably is um Though at the same time, Kevin Feige's but like, we have, we're not going to jump into the X-Men anytime soon. we yep. got a lot of stuff, so we have to lay the groundwork on. Um, well, they but, showed, I mean, they already showed Professor Xavier. That is true, but that was in the multiverse. But still, and also, Patrick Stewart is definitely not coming back to play him. If he does, he's he's too old. He should have been more CGI. <laughs> I hate to say it, but he should have been more CGI than he already was. More CGI than he was in X-Men Last Stand at the beginning of that? Because him and E. McKellen, it's supposed to be like the 90s and they're both CGI'd. And then it's hilarious because then it's like, okay, so you're telling me then the six years after uh, Dark Phoenix, him and Ian Mc- he and Michael Fassbender become Ian McKellen and Patrick, oh, well, they went downhill fast. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, CGI has also made its advancements since last, it X-Men has. Last End. Oh, no, right. it hasn't. Not oh, at all. interesting. Yeah. Nothing. Um, but yeah, She-Hulk, there's no real overarching plot. I think the only thing that might come up is that we had in the end of episode two, uh, Jen is attacked by uh, the Wrecking Crew, or at least we're, yep. they're known in the comics as the Wrecking Crew, uh, which was a really good line of like, did you see that from an Asgardian <laughs> construction guy? And I was like, yeah. Um, and they're working for someone who seems to want Nefarious. Jen's abilities. It might be the guy that she ended up going on the date who then was at uh, at the office. Todd? Uh, yes. Um, because he, he during the date, he's very like specific, like, oh, like what can you be pierced by? Like, can Vibranium pierce? He's like very interested in her abilities. Yep. He calls her a specimen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big client at the law firm, so then he has money, which would then be able to hire uh, mercenaries or just yep. schmucks to go beat up somebody. Um, so it might be him. And also, he's a pretty recognizable actor these days. Yep. Um, he was at Baywatch. He was in the newsroom for a couple episodes. Um, John Bass. Thank you. Um, so possibly it's him. Some people keep saying uh, it's going to be Kingpin. That's why Daredevil, who is known to be showing up soon, um, is in the area. Though at the end of West Coast. What? Though in the comics, he was in San Francisco for quite some time. Really? Yeah, I think it was because I think he might have been because he was like disbarred in uh, disbarred in New York. So he was like, "Well, I can't practice law here." Because then someone in San Francisco was like, "West Coast Avengers." Exactly. Um, but he's been teased by I think really the last episode where we meet the costume maker. I think yep. that was pretty much why he's going to be near it. Just like, I got to pick up this new suit and I'm just happening to stumble into your uh, situation. Um, maybe Emil's going to do something bad. Cause he's been released. Maybe, but I feel like they're, I feel like not though. I think possibly because when he got sentenced, it was like, you can never use your powers again for to put the inhibitor on you. He's like, yep. cool. But there's a quick little thing in one of the trailers where you see him out in public as abomination. So I'm thinking uh, maybe, Maybe he's not trying to be a bad guy, but maybe it'll be like kind of like a situational thing where it's like he became abomination. And now the cops are on him, but he's now like defending and just trying to get away. But now he causes more problems. Lawyer things. Exactly. Um, but no, I really am enjoying the show. Really funny. Great cast. Um, short episodes, so it's not like you're, it's never. I never feel like any of them are dragging. Yep. Um, I even feel like the sh- the shortest episode that they had so far, which I think was either the third or the fourth episode. Still, I wasn't like, oh, that was unlike I feel some of the other MCU shows where we had where it's been like the short episode. You yep. feel it. We're just like, oh, okay, we're done for the week. Um, this I felt has by the end of every week, I've been like, no, that was great. I was like, I've been enjoying it. Self-contained, good episodes. Yeah. I think it's what we had. Like that was a bigger problem with um, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. 
that felt where it was like, okay, give me some more. Yeah. Please, please may I have some more. Yeah. Whereas this feels like, I don't know if it's because the show is brighter, the show is so much lighter, like comedic mm. wise, also subject matter wise. Mm. I think what was great was the last, so episode four was essentially about um, Wong suing a magician who, is, who dropped out of um, sort, no? No, the last episode was... Um, oh, the Titania yeah. legal case. Yeah, for sure. But still, the the Wong, third episode though. was the the Wong sues Donnie Blaze, played by Reese Corio, mm-hmm. who's uh, Billy Walsh and Entourage, which yep. is funny because I'm rewatching Entourage right now, and I was like, oh, I know him. And Madison, yes, great characters, great. And like, it's just like it's it's still like a lawyer show, but it's not like a procedural suits mm-hmm. lawyer show. Is it like. It's just funny to be like, this is what this is what law is yep. at the superhero division, where it's like you have the sorcerer supreme suing mm-hmm. a a street magician because he has the sling ring. Yep, and I just love his lawyers also a magician. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, so good, and even the judge is like, okay, enough, uh, enough, gentlemen. Pulling pulling the pulling the ties out of the shirt. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, yeah. It's got, it's also interesting too though to see like that that exists in the MCU where it's like this dude dropped out of Comertage and still has his ring and like mm-hmm. kind of still can do that. Cause you'd figure they'd confiscate that on your way right. up. Like you failed out. We need that back though. Yeah. Well, I think and it also shows, I mean, when Jen is like, Oh, did you have him sign a contract? They probably just think, well, no, if, like he sucks doing magic here. He's not going to keep doing magic elsewhere. Exactly. Like, no, he will. The, the, the desperate people will do desperate <laughs> things. Well, it's like buddy from the Incredibles. Like, no, you kicked him out, but he's yep. now he's a villain. Exactly. Um, yeah, do you think, because in that episode, Madison is like, I made a deal with some goat person, but everyone's like, do you think that's Mephisto? Do you think, like, that's where Mephisto comes in, that's Madison's connection? It could be. Madison, two ends, one with a Y, and not where you think. Yeah, it's all, that's, oh. yep, yep, no, I did, I, I, so I heard that, but I watched TV with subtitles on, because I'm an elderly person, yep. so I saw it, and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, I don't think it's Mephisto. No, of course, no, of course not. They're not gonna. That I would lose it if that's how Mephisto gets connected. It's like, oh, this this drunk girl named Madison uh, made a deal with Mephisto, and that's what brings Mephisto into the MCU. He's uh, never coming to the MCU. No, he will eventually. He's too big. I'm gonna. My best guess is when, when, and if they bring back Ghost Rider for something, that's where Mephisto pops in. That makes. I would like to see Ghost Rider brought yeah. back. Maybe not with Nick Cage. I think Nick Cage no. could probably. So actually, I was on the airplane. I forgot to tell you this a couple weeks ago. When I was on the flight to San Diego, I watched that new Nick Cage movie where he plays himself. Yep. Um, the unbearable weight of uh, immaculate talent or something. Yes. Yeah. I think he still has it. Oh no, he's fantastic. He's Nick Cage is still a fantastic actor. The problem is that, and this isn't a knock on him. He'll take like whatever roles handed to him. So that's why you see him in like directive DVD movies. Yeah. Well, he had to also make all that money back. That's true. He really fucked up his, he fucked up his bread to dog ratio. Frankly, yes, he did. And also, yes, he's a, he's a man who's, uh, I, I don't know how many times he's been married, but I think he's been married a couple times, and that's just yeah. you, you keep paying those, and w- the more money you make, then they're gonna be like, well, now you can give us more, um, and that's a, a more of a knock on the entire legal system of divorce court and whatnot that we don't have to go into right now. But no, Nicholas Cage should not be Johnny Blaze if he comes back. Keanu Reeves though was just announced to come back as Constantine in a DC movie. Really? Which yeah, I'm excited. I know it's so because it's like D- Warner Brothers like. I, I kind of do want to. Have you actually have you seen the Constantine movie with him? No, I was too young. Definitely I'll, too young. To I'm gonna say out it. of like all the bad subpar superhero movies we got in the early to late 2000s, Constantine is actually a pretty good one. Uh, okay, the, is the, I think the biggest like problems is that 
Constantine is this is not the English Cockney looks exactly like uh, Sting as he is in the comics. It's just Keanu Reeves, but it's still a good movie, and I'm I am excited for a sequel. But at the same time, I'm like, just give me Man of Steel two, and Ben Affleck slash uh, uh, Pattinson as Batman. Just give me just give me yeah. those two things. And maybe have the Flash movie work. I don't know what the f- still to well, this day. Well, because Ezra Miller is a lunatic. Okay, well, he's a he's a god complex. Is that what it is? There was an article that came out recently that like he's had a crazy god complex. That on the set he was like, uh, the Flash is going to bring the multiverse together, just like Jesus. And everyone was like, we don't know. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm like Jesus. I'm the Jesus. And they're like, okay, so why don't you just run in place for a little bit? We got to record you running in place. Yeah. And he got arrested. And he's like, "Don't, don't drop my flash ring. It's very important." It's like, okay, method acting to a whole new level. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, if it were method acting, then he would never have mentioned the flash ring because that would draw attention to it, and they would open and gone, "The flash suits in this. This guy's the flash." Oh, come on, that's method acting. Yeah, man, I feel like he was in a meeting one time where someone said, "The you're good. <laughs> I'm the greatest." Yeah, you're good, but he dropped an O. Mm-hmm. Um. In the car earlier on our on, on our way home uh, from our spice adventure, we were debating video game movies. Yep. Constantine had a video game movie. Ah. So, uh, for PS2, Xbox, original, mm-hmm. and Windows in 2005. Yeah. Ghost Rider had a video game movie. It did. And actually, a cool thing that I had with that game, and I played it and I beat it, was that you could upgrade um, how many shots out of your shotgun you could do. Okay. Um, with your like your hell abilities. Yep. And you could also have it that while you're in the air and you shoot, you stay in the air. So you could literally just jump and then shoot nonstop and use up all your like mana and then it would right, recharge right away. And then that's how I just beat the game is I would just jump, be in the air, and then enemies can't hit you because you're yep. in the air. And then just pop, 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 pop with a shotgun. Wow. Yep, that's how I did it. Um, yeah, She-Hulk. These are, these are, let's see, the video game movie debate comes up because those video games are basically designed in six months with the like, I think they just passed on assets from mm-hmm. assets. Absolutely. I'll never get I side note from Shield. I got stuck with a game breaking bug with like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets yep. on GameCube. Literally, I don't know. I would love to like load up that game file on a, on a new GameCube. Like, did I actually get stuck or was I just an idiot? Yeah. No, oh, that's definitely. I think the same thing happened to me with uh. <laughs> this is just shows how stupid I was when I was young using a computer. <laughs> I was playing RuneScape and it kept okay. saying right click, and I just kept clicking on the right. I didn't know like that right click uh, was the other thing, and then I just yep. stopped playing. And until like four months later, so I was like, "That's the other side of the mouse." And I was like, "I'm not gonna go back to this game though." Can't go back now. It's too late. Yeah. But speaking of She-Hulk, uh, we have the the threads that we have that are coming soon, or that might be addressed later on. We have still more to go with uh, Titania. We know that uh, her and Jen are gonna butt heads a little bit more. Daredevil is on his way. Uh, they'll have a really good interaction. Super excited for that. Um, Hulk is in space again. He, space Hulk. We see him leaving in the, the ship that starts the inciting incident that gets Jen her abilities. Yeah, I would love more detail on my thoughts achieving the ship. Are, it's, well, because I think my best guess of how that worked was that because what we see in the opening is that they get into the car accident. Yep. Jen gets the her uh, the blood and then she runs off. Yep. My guess is because also uh, Bruce is like changing. I think he just changes immediately and then deals with the ship and then he's like, now nah, I gotta go find my cousin who's run yep. off crazy fast. Um, 
But my guess is what that is, maybe either uh, his son of a Hulk, uh, Scar, who's a child that was born when he's on uh, Sakaar um, in the comics. So maybe that was like them being called, like, hey, your son's kind of like messing things up for us right now because he's a giant rage oh. monster and his dad's uh, Planet Hulk. Essentially. Um, some people say it's going to lead into World War Hulk, but I don't know if there'd be the same motivation because the reason it works in the comics is that the Illuminati sends him away and then the ship explodes and he thinks that they caused the explosion but that was just an accident but then he goes it's more of a reason than to come back after going to space and be like I'm yep. angry at everybody and also half the people that he'd be angry at he'd probably like I actually don't know you that well um, who, you don't exist yet yeah it's like oh, you're Reed Rich I haven't met you yet but I'm angry at you oh. yeah that'd be wild actually if every if like so Doctor Strange meets those folks and Hulk meets those folks mm-hmm. it's all different and it's like well what the fuck happened yeah. on our earth mm-hmm. yeah she looks very good. I highly recommend watching it. Comes mm-hmm. out on Thursdays. Yep. Disney Plus. Give it a watch. Well, what do you want to give so, uh, She-Hulk so far? I'd say we're halfway through. And don't forget that twerking scene that ruined everything. Okay, the number of people online who are like mm-hmm. very angry about She-Hulk is too fucking damn high. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because I don't get it. It's not my MCU. It's not what I like. I literally had this conversation with my barber today where it was like where he was like. Dude, there's just too much going on for me to like keep track of him. I was like, dude, all you gotta do is just watch everything, not like aggressively. You don't have to, like you don't have to, like watch it, watch it, but like watch everything and just like it's just at this point now, just new care, like just like, treat it as new. Yeah, it doesn't all have to tie back to anything. It does at the end of the day, but just treat it as new because mm-hmm. it's look. You meet Shield for the first time. Yes, Hulk exists, but no one else is like that except for Wong. And like Wong's a great character, so you yeah. might like Wong. Like, well, who else was Wong in? Oh, he was in the Doctor Strange movies. Let me watch yep. those. That's all it does. That's yep. all it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then soon Daredevil, and then you get to watch all three seasons of Daredevil again. Yeah. I'm excited for him to show up. I'm excited that at D23 they said it's not a reboot. No. But it's not not a reboot. Yeah. I think it's it's just I think the mentality is just like think it happened until we specifically say that thing you remember happening did not happen. Yeah. And that's fine, because also... It's not a build. I want to say, um, in reality, like, the things that happened in that show are so contained that it's not like you're rewriting, like, oh, remember when Daredevil had the gauntlet in his the show, and he, he snapped, and he d- changed everything? It's like, no, like, you're yep. really... It's like the Punisher was there, Elektra was there, he teamed up with everybody, he fought Bullseye, Kingpin, like, all those things can be addressed and swept under the rug. Yep. And supposedly Punisher will be in Daredevil born again. That's really? What that's what they're saying. Which like I would, John Bernthal? Yes. Oh, wow. Which, of course, you have to have John Bernthal. Naturally. Yeah. Do you think more people will misuse the Punisher logo after this? Because I think so. Pe- too many people misuse it as is. This I feel like more will, I think more will happen even after. I was doing a tour the other day, and this guy came in. He had a Punisher tattoo on, and I didn't, like, address tattoo it. Tattoo or a t-shirt? Tattoo. And I didn't, like, address it. Like, I didn't mention it, but then, like, throughout the tour, I don't know how it came up, but then the guy, like, spoke, and he's like, oh, I'm a police officer. And then I kind of, like, rubbed my eyes because, like, you, sh- you should not have the tattoo because you don't understand the character. Literally, in the comics, the Punisher is beating up cops who are like, we support you. And he's like, no, y- you should be arresting me right now. Like, I- I'm the antithesis of what you are supposed to stand for. Um, so, yeah, when he's – The comedy of it all, really. Starts. I honestly want to be like, hey, you want a long sleeve shirt? Let me buy you this long sleeve shirt. Let's let's cover up that tattoo. Um, you don't get the character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, This is what happens in pop culture. More, a lot of people definitely will continue to misuse the Punisher logo. Um, yeah. Do, do, what do you, do you think uh, – how do you think the season of She-Hulk will end? Any ideas where you think it might finish off? Maybe, maybe Bruce comes back. Mm-hmm. 
and explains what uh what like what's going on and maybe mm-hmm. there's something to like to build on from there i actually don't know because it as we've said it's, it's very self-contained yep and so there's not a lot to like mephisto mephisto shows up no i don't think mephisto shows moon knight up. do you think moon knight shows up i think maybe you get like i don't know mate like do you think they would move Daredevil from New York to L.A. for this? No, I believe his show is going to take place in New York, especially because in an interview, Charlie Cox was like, he's like, oh, like, I'm really excited. Like, in a couple months, like, it's going to be like me and Vincent doing a scene again in New York. Like, I haven't done that in six years. Yep. Which people are like, the whole show, the whole show is going to be shot in New York. It's like, that might be just one single scene they shoot in New York, and the rest might be done in Atlanta just because, like, for logistics. Uh, um, yeah, but I think it's going to take – Yeah. Uh, but I think – unlikely that they put him in san francisco mostly because also eh, who knows actually because it's born again so it'd be a good, that's a good reason to put him on the west coast but i feel the character is just so synonymous with new york that you want to have him locked in there well that's why i feel like it's not gonna like establish that i don't know what it'll set up honestly mm-hmm. i like that wong is kind of like this he gets to float a little yeah. bit i think that's really nice mm-hmm. yep i like Wong. like ben wong's a good character yeah that was really good. Yeah, exactly. Where do you think it's going to go? Um, Honestly, I think it's probably going to be either it ends with, like, we get another case for you, and then, like, her client is, like, a big-name person, like, hero or villain again, and then that's where they leave it off, and so then we're just, like, wondering. Like, maybe she ends with, I'm, <clears throat> I'm representing the kingpin now, like, something like that. Oh, that could be interesting. I think, Agatha. Yeah. Mm, well, at this moment, we don't, Agatha isn't, um like, she's under that mind control because uh, Wanda left her, like, as this ditzy neighbor, so... Right, um, but who knows? Of course, they could very easily go. It's Agatha, and then we have to learn all that. Though at the same time, I will just say, Agatha's getting her own show. She is, which I don't. You don't think so? I just don't know how to like. I like Captain Han, and I do like yes. the character, but that's like at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, do we need like an Agatha show? Like you never know. You don't know until you need it. That's right. But yeah, it's like a life straw or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it would be the Thunderbolts. Maybe she has to represent the Thunderbolts because that was announced, and we got the lineup. That would be interesting. Maybe if she had to, if she had to uh, represent um, Julia Dreyfus' Dreyfus's character, the Baroness. Yeah, Val. Countess. Uh, Countess, but yeah, Val. Yeah, that would be interesting. No, Contessa. Contessa. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think that's what I, my, my guess is. That it'll end with, like, you have this client you got to deal with, and it's a big-name client that, that we, the fans, are going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamil Jamil's doing a great job. As Titania. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doing really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, good what show. What do you give the show? So far, this is the midway. I believe there's gonna be eight episodes. Uh, I th- yeah, I believe it. It, it. No, I think it's nine episodes. Because if I'm not mistaken, Charlie Cox has said that he shows up in episode eight. And it is nine thirty. That's a lot of episodes. Yep. Well, I mean, thirty minutes. Every other show has been like an hour, so six hour long episodes compared to nine thirty minutes. Yeah, but it's gonna be yeah, it is gonna be about six hours of content, according to Kevin Feige. Oh, yeah, because probably the last episode is probably going to be like an hour. No. Yeah, the yeah. last episode is actually three hours. <laughs> the last episode is actually just Endgame. They're just going to play Endgame, and hopefully you don't notice. Um, I'm going to give She-Hulk so far. I'm going to give it like a solid like 824 out of 1,000. I'm going to give it 824 out of 1,000 waiting in line for sneakers, um, buying two pairs so that you can keep one and then show the other. Uh, that's Pug, everybody. Yep. And then actually, at the end credit, you got to see his sneaker collection illustration. There was a bunch of 
sneakers that were heroes that we haven't seen yet in the MCU, but that we uh, like Cyclops. There's a thing. I think there was a Deadpool one too. So everyone's like, oh, they're already in the universe. It's like it's a fucking end credit <laughs> sketch. Okay, it's not. This isn't the confirmation. Yep. That's just the artist that day. Me like, I want to make sneakers that look like Cyclops. Okay, there we go. Good. Done. What are you gonna give it? I'm gonna give it. I was, so I was gonna give it like an eight eighty two, like an eight hundred twenty ish. I'm gonna go up to eight forty five. Mm-hmm. 845 out of 1,000 uh, building a tiki bar with your friend Tony during the snap because yep. you had nothing else to do. Yep. Yeah. That was all sad. Those scenes with Bruce were tough when he's like, I mean, this is my friend. No, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, this is my other friend. No, she's dead. And then they, they destroyed it. Yeah, and Steve Rogers. Yeah, he's really old. I don't get to spend time with my friends anymore. Yeah. It's um, tough. It's it's clearly weighed on Bruce. Yeah. I think the only reason like I'm not giving like a perfect thousand is just because I think I would enjoy that through line of knowing like if there is an overarching uh, plot to the season. But I think by the end of the show, regardless of that, I'm not going to be like, this is crap. I think I'm still going to be like, this is a good show. I think yeah. I saw one review that was like, that wasn't talking down about it. It was like, if you look at this show like a Saturday morning cartoon, everything's per- like the weekly, here's the story. Everything's going to be settled. There might be a little thing that connects from the last one, but... It's fine. That's how you have to treat this. Yeah. No one bitches when Rick and Morty doesn't have like a through line until like the first I was on the lapse of. Well, they do. We just don't check those subreddits. No. Because why would I? Because I I watch it because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. Yeah. D23 was last week. Mm -hmm. A ton of great things were announced. Mm -hmm. The Secret Invasion trailer is a big trailer that we can talk about. Yep. And also the Mandalorian season three. Yep. And the Santa Claus is. What? It's a show with Tim Allen. It's going to be his his last portrayal of Santa Claus. Okay, I think we've gone too far. Um, there's a National Treasure uh, spinoff, but it's not. It doesn't have Nick Cage in it. Which how am I just hearing about both of these things right now? I know. I will just say right now. Did, I don't. I, no discredit or uh, rude things to say to the the actress who's going to be. In, but I don't want National Treasure unless it's Nick Cage. That's that's. Is it going to be like her? His daughter. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the exact connection is because Harvey Keitel, who was in the first two ones as like the FBI agent who like helps him out on the side, mm-hmm. is in the trailer. So I don't know if he has a con- what the exact connection is. But yeah, no, I just don't. No, I want. I want Nick Cage in National Treasure. I don't want National some... Treasure Edge of History. Yep. Mm-hmm. He will be in it. Does it say that right yeah, there? Yeah, Peter okay. Keitel will be in it. Or Harvey oh. Harvey Keitel. Oh. pardon me. I, I thought you were talking Nick Cage. Like he maybe he'll cameo in the last episode, but I I want a centered on Benjamin Gates National Treasure three. I don't want a spinoff. Yeah, we, there's no note of yeah. uh, Ben Gates. But we got that on D twenty three. We got a Daredevil Born Again announced. Uh, we got uh, the Thunderbolts. The lineup was announced for that. Um, but yeah, we got Secret Invasion. We got a trailer for that. That's gonna follow uh, uh, Nick Fury. He's returned to Earth. He's been away for years. Um, now he's back. Because the Skrull have invaded, and he's gonna be working with uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character from Miss uh, Captain Marvel, who uh, Th- not Thanos, it's Talios. Yep. Um, really good trailer. Great trailer. Really harkens back to Winter Soldier, the, the spy espionage, yep. uh, a, a thriller. Uh, I don't think there were any jokes in the trailer at all, so it definitely is trying to sell it as something far more serious. Um, What's well, a secret evasion, Shane? Of Very course. Serious. Um, but we have uh, Don Cheadle cameos in it. Ben Mendelsohn, like I said, uh, Kobe Smolder. Yep. Uh, we're back. Uh, Amelia Clark is new to the show. She'll be making being a new character. Some people believe she's going to actually be like the uh, the queen of the scrolls who leads the invasion in the comics. Yep. Um, but yeah, it looks very exciting. It looks fantastic. I think prior to the trailer, I wasn't too 
excited for a Nick Fury spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Um, though I will just say I'll take a Nick Fury spinoff show than a uh, Mace Windu return movie or show. That's like the last. I re- when I keep hearing those th- talks, we'll be like, should should Mace Windu? It's like no, we don't need him to come back. He's run his course. He he was the, the reason the character works is because he was this dude who then was too much in his own head, and he Anakin had to kill him. I I don't need him back because then also then I have to just deal with the whole like. Oh, so what was he doing the entire time not helping anybody? Oh. It's been so long since oh, he's been back. Exa- oh, he was depressed? Shocking. Okay. Every- oh, oh, he's getting his groove. Oh, look. At- no, I don't need that. And also, Samuel L. Jackson is a very old man. Yep. Um, He's not going to be doing any of those stunts. So then I don't want to deal with them either making horribly choreographed so then we don't see the stuntman. Yep. Or just very limited fighting. So it's like, look at Samuel L. Jackson. It's like, he- let me just slap the guy. That's all he did. Um. But yeah, Secret Invasion. Looks really good. I'm very excited. Very thriller-esque, like you said. Very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely going to be a show where I'm going to be... I, we just said this about She-Hulk where it's not a problem. I'm going to be angry at the end of every episode that it's over and I don't have mm-hmm. to like, go into the next one. It seems very very well-paced for an espionage thriller type movie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to just understand the premise as well. Just yep. understand like what the deal is. But yep. we'll learn more the soon. The scrolls are after something, but what are they? Because Fury seems to have an idea of what they're after. The planet. Um, maybe I'm trying because I'm also trying to think how will this play into the multiversal saga in some way because mm. I feel that that is what this whole over we are in that saga that we yep. that's been said many times up until phase six which is crazy they say um but yeah I wonder how that all play but yeah excited for that they could be after the cave cheese they could have to yeah the, that cloth bound yeah you're yeah, right all that cloth bound cave mm-hmm. cheese yep it's possible mm-hmm. so another trip oh I was gonna say oh. no I think we're both saying the same thing. What were you going to say? Mandalorian Season 3 trailer? Yes, the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. Exactly, yeah. Where Mando becomes a dad. Well, he's been a dad since the first season. I'd say the, uh, from this trailer. He's committed like, now. Yeah, he's yeah. now, he's now there. It's like, you know, when mm-hmm. like, people say, like, oh, like, dads don't want the pet dog, and then they get, end up grooming yep. the dog. This uh, uh, feels like he's very much happy with the mm-hmm. child. Yep. Let's dive in. I have a, I have commentary Please. at some point. Um. So the trailer shows uh, Mando, uh, once again, with the Darksaber. Uh, yes. And uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, Grogu. Thank you, Grogu. I was going to say Waddle, but that's a different... Um, I'm trying to think of who Waddle is. That doesn't matter. Um, but he's been essentially uh, disavowed by his own uh, clan of Mandalorians uh, because he showed Grogu his face. Uh, so, like, you must now uh, go... I believe it's, like, bathe in the waters of Mandalore itself, but that planet was decimated by war. Yep. And now he's got to go to Bo-Katana, who was the former leader of the Mandalorians, and try and kind of get everyone back together so, like, he can earn his right to still be considered a Mandalorian in his clan. Yep. Even though his clan is the reason that the planet kind of fell apart. Um. So... Get the it, band back together. We're seeing a bunch of more Mandalorians um, in the trailer just that we haven't seen so far. Yep. Uh, it looks like, it, just from this trailer, it seems very action-heavy this it, upcoming season. It seems very action-heavy. And I think that's probably because, essentially, this whole season, I think, is going to be Mando trying to reunite the entire people. So he's going to be, like, building an army. So... Yep. Um, but once again, just excited to bring, go back to that show, that world. Um, I don't know why, but, like, I felt like, oh, maybe there'll be, like, a time skip and we get, like, an older Grogu. Like... I know that's never going to happen because also that time skip would probably be like 40 years because Grogu is a Yoda. 400 years later. Exactly. Um, I think the biggest thing or my biggest problem with this upcoming season though is that you had to have watched Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Because the second season ends with Grogu leaving and now they're already back. That's like I think the biggest like downside to the show is like I wish we had more time to see Jin on his own have that experience to then it mean more as opposed to like, we're already back. Don't worry. Hey, if you didn't watch, watch Book of Boba Fett, 
everything's back to normal. But we did say at the time Book of Boba Fett was season 2.5 of Mandalorian. Yeah, but still, I'm going to complain on our podcast. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it looks so intense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more Mandalorians. A lot more. Uh, which is weird because they jump out of a spaceship, but they all have jetpacks. So there's yeah. no real reason to do that, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so my one question is, towards the end of the end of the trailer, it looks like um, Jin's in his ship in hyperspace. Like, holding on to Grogu. Yeah. But it sometimes kind of looks like they're, like, taking a little nap, but they're in hyperspace. Like, shoot, star, like, star, light trails are shooting yeah. by. Do you think, like, let's say we, like, ever achieve, um, like, let's say you're, you're in that situation, right? You, yeah. you're, you push the thrusters to the max and you're going like that. Do you take a nap? How fast do you think you get somewhere? In Star Wars, you can because when you're going at light speed, you have to put in a trajectory. Yep. And you're not actually going in a straight line. It's calculating so you go around planets, around fields, yep. so you would be able to go asleep. Like, Take a nap. Yeah, because you're not actually piloting it. You would, of course, be have to be ready for the alarms to go off. Be like, hey, your oh, manifold's yeah. about to pop off. But no, you can sleep. It's not like it's not like he's putting it in cruise control and we're like, oh, let's hope for the best. It's like, no, it's going on its own way. Well, so that's the thing that I was thinking about was basically he looks like he gets comfortable and you never see in those single seat like mm-hmm. fighter speeder ships that uh that someone's like truly comfortable yeah but you don't want your pilots comfortable in their planes no but like it's kind of like okay if you were in like a Formula 1 car you're like mm, take a quick nap just do a couple more laps I'm gonna take a nap mm. I'll be right back yeah. no it doesn't seem like it makes sense no yeah, we got more Star Wars. And then we had briefly talked about it prior, but uh, you haven't seen it, but there was a trailer for a new uh, Tales of the Jedi, which will be yep. animated following a, a bunch of little vignettes about different Jedi at different times. That's exciting. I think it'll be – I think they actually said they're going to like release like four or five episodes at a time. And actually really? Andor, I think, came out today or is I coming so. out this week. But that is the first four episodes up front, which that just seems like way too many. Like they got to like, get people bought in is what that yeah. is. That's how I feel about it. It's either you're trying to get to a certain timeline where it ends and something picks up immediately, which it yep. could be happening theoretically with the holiday break. It could be happening for Mandalorian season three, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like a four episode jump in is a little high. Yeah. Unless one of those episodes is like 12 minutes and they're just like, okay, well, let's give them another. <laughs> yeah. Let them see the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I think everything we saw at D23 was really good. Indiana Jones 5, just going to be called Indiana Jones. Yep. Um,. Ironheart. I'm excited for Ironheart. I'm excited for this this upcoming slate of MCU shows. Mm-hmm. High School, the musical, the series, the musical. I will not be watching that. Uh, what I saw it was a rumor because I think they're doing season three, but there was already like a rumor because the, the fourth season already been greenlit. But it was like the fourth season of High School Musical, the show, the musical, or whatever the fucking title is, is yep. that Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens are coming back to do a sequel to High School Musical. And the kids from the TV show want to be in that movie, but like, but literally every comment is like, I'm, I can't, I can't quantify how too many layers. Yeah, this is too. This is a dream inside of a dream. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. Oh, fan four, uh, fan four sick. Uh, Fantastic Four got its director Mac uh, Shackman, who uh, led uh, Wandavision and has directed many TV shows throughout the entire. Uh, his entire career, uh, including House. He did a couple episodes of House. Did a couple episodes of House. Yep. That's good. It's I'm lupus. To, it's always lupus. Uh, at least one episode that I know he did was the episode where uh, 13 gets out of jail and then House uh, picks her up and then they go on a little adventure and at the end it's discovered that she uh, like euthanized her brother because he has the same disease that she has. And then at the end, House is like, if you want, I'll do that for you. When you And it's a really good episode. 
13? Uh, that's Olivia Wilde's character. I was not trying to say her name because, you know, there's stuff with her. And that, uh, whole, and that whole spit gay with, with Harry Styles and Chris Pine. Mm. Don't want to be mean to Chris Pine. Who's the, what, the 13? Oh, that was – Oh, he called her 13 because at the beginning of that season, uh, Chase, Cameron, and um, – not Wilson. What did what was Omar Epps' character's uh, name? Um, not Taub. Um Anyway, the original team leaves. So, uh, House needs a new team. So he yep. like does auditions, or he does a whole like just panel, and he gives all the doctors just numbers. He calls all numbers, but then by the time like they get down to like the final six, he just still calls thirteen thirteen because he's like yep. thirteen. That's a good. That's a good. It's out of any, that makes sense. Yeah, out of, out of any number to be called, not a bad number. Yeah, thirteen. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but it was a good episode, Matt Shackman. But he's gonna do Fantastic Four. And no confirmation yet on uh, the cast. Yeah, no cast yet. Supposedly it'll be Jody Cormier, Corm- Cormier, Corm- Cormier, um, and the guy from You, supposedly for Reed Richards. Which really? actually, I, I, when they, it was the same when they did, uh, when they announced that Paul Rudd was going to be uh, Scott Lang. Like as soon as they said it, I was like, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I like John Krasinski, but I don't know if I do really want him as Reed Richards. And this, although the guy that from you is a little bit younger, so that's also that's like the other thing too, yeah. you have the guarantee of like, oh, we can we can keep him on for ten years, and also we can have much more, a bigger arc of seeing the character as a younger guy become a father, because that's one of the Fantastic Four's like biggest things is that they are a family; they're yeah. not just a team. Wow, heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Do you think they go to actors and they're going to get them for like a, a large character in the MCU and they say like this is what the arc looks like like this is where you'll be or they just say, like here's a six movie deal probably. see you in six months I think they probably give like the bare bones like yeah. they probably do say like in this first movie like you guys are just the team but we want by like your second movie or at least the third time we see you maybe it's not your movie or whatnot now you have the families begun and you're hitting these points because they of course can't be like okay in your second movie it's going to be Doctor Doom because then the next day that's when it's like Doctor Doom is confirmed for the um, but you know they have to. They definitely try and give him some type of idea because also I think from every interview I've seen with any actor that's been in the MCU, they say like Kevin Feige is like very actor forward. He wants he wants to make sure that you know what you're getting into. Yep. That you're not signing up for like a bad product. Um, so I think he does a good job of like selling them on like here's what I want from you because also you gotta think of like probably when he pitched uh, Benedict Wong to play Wong. Like, yep. I'm gonna guess early on he didn't have plans like oh and then Wong's gonna be popping in everywhere, but he probably told him to was like. You're gonna have a very small role right now, but like you have so much room to do more because your character has a lot of space to do things. It's don't think that we are just bringing you on to be like, no, we want you for that Beyonce joke in the middle of the movie. Yep. It's like, no, we want you because we know we can get a lot out of you and we can get more out of your character if you sign on. So that makes sense. And also, yeah, I think now with the television department too, you just think of like, hey, we're gonna do this movie, and probably you show up in three different shows for an episode, cameos, yeah, exactly. So there's plenty to work with. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to tell the people where they can find us? You can find us in a boatload of places. You can find us on Instagram at Shane and Scuba Steve Show. You can find us online at www.shaneandscubasteveshow.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on the Samsung Store. You can find us in your local Spencer's Gifts. You can find us at your local Newberry Comic way in the back. You talk to the guy at the front of the, the counter, and you say, hey, you got the Shane and Scuba Steve show here on vinyl? And he go, no. No, we don't, we don't have this on vinyl. We have it on cassette. God. Imagine. Yeah. That's our show, folks. Have a great night. We're back. Talk to you soon. Later. Later.